Hello and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard and joining me, as always, is my lovable band of ridiculous men starting with Melissa Moon, Jeremy Lee, Noel Shefflin, and me, Danny Shepard. Oh, snap. Okay. Again. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is a this is a big a big show. It's a it's a m- momentous show. As you what, can tell. Yeah. What what is this back here? Is this a green screen? First of all, if you guys are watching this, you absolutely should key key us out. Oh yeah. And send us funny stuff. <laughs> absolutely. This is like this is the chat. Like this is all for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Go for Have it. Have fun. Yeah, Photoshop challenge. Do some crazy stuff, guys. I'd love to see what you come up with. Oh, dear. Now, I, I bet many of you are wondering, what is the dealio with this big green screen behind us covering our typically white walls? Yeah, what, 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 why is this, Jeremy? Would you like to inform the audience? Well, there's a new set under construction behind the green screen. <gasps> and a new set. This is for Hawk Talk 2.0. Hawk Talk 2.0, you say? Now, what does that mean? What does it mean? What Danny, does it mean? Take it away. Back okay. to you in the studio, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, back here in the studio. So, basically, what's going on is we are coming out with, basically, we've been doing Hawk Talk for a little over two years now. Three years? Oh, my gosh. Has it been three years? Wow. It's episode 150. This is episode 150. Now, we've missed a few weeks here and there, but for the most part, we've been consistent in the show. Jeremy has not missed an episode. No. Not one. He's been in all 150 episodes. I think I've Dang. missed two. This is my longest full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, someone needs to turn the camera on. So. Yeah. yeah. We need, we need someone yeah. to run the camera. So... Uh, we were we've been talking about it uh, quite a bit, and we've been doing Hawk Talk the same way for uh, about you know I guess coming up to three years, and uh, we've felt that it's about time for a change, not just for you guys, but for us as well. We need to change the the thing up a little bit. And I know some of you are like, "Oh no, don't change Hawk Talk! No, no, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. It's not changing that much. It's going to be." Pretty much the same show, but we're going to be uh, just changing a few little things up. And I think you guys are going to really like the changes that we do make. Uh, It'll be dope. We've been asking you guys what kind of topics you want us to talk about and like how you want the show to unfold. And we're making these changes based off of those suggestions and recommendations from you guys. Yeah. I don't want to get into everything that we're going to be doing, but one of the big things besides changing our entire set uh, is that we are going to start... Uh, cutting basically every member of the team is going to bring every member of the show who's going to be on the show is going to bring a topic to the table we're going to discuss that topic for roughly 10 to 20 minutes and then we're going to move on to another topic we'll hit three topics during the show and then uh, basically we're going to cut the show up into smaller videos and upload them onto uh, YouTube starting on Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and then on Friday we release the entire uh, the entire podcast. Now, audio people, this doesn't, literally nothing changes for you because we're not changing the way that we do the audio. So SoundCloud and iTunes and all that, uh, we'll try to get it up on more uh, streaming clients, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not changing. Still released Tuesdays. Still released every Tuesday. Full version. 
full version. You can listen to the whole show on Tuesday. Uh, the video, however, we've gotten a lot of uh, requests or uh, one of the biggest pieces of feedback from you guys is that sometimes you guys are able to tune into the show. Sometimes you guys only listen for the topics that you want to hear. And sometimes the topic that you want us to, to you want to listen to isn't until like halfway through the show. So you either need to skip forward or you got to fast forward or, or, or you just skip the episode entirely. So what we're trying to do is, is try to cater to you guys a little bit more and say, all right, uh, if you want to just watch the full episode of Hawk Talk, it'll release on Friday. But if you want to watch it in little snippets, uh, there will be part one, part two, part three, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm-hmm. So All of them their own topics. All of them yeah. their own topics. So you can literally enjoy Hawk Talk however you would like to enjoy it. You can listen to the audio. You can watch the full length or you can watch them episode by episode as they come out uh, every single day. And now you get more Hawk Talk in your life. And exciting bonus for you Patreon backers. We are bringing the exclusive Hawk Talk episode back to Patreon. That's coming soon. More details in the future. But yeah, that... That pretty much covers it. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. that we'll, we'll see the new, this will be the last episode of this Hawk Talk. So. Season one of Hawk Talk is ending. <laughs> 150 100, episodes 150 deep for episodes, season one. Yeah. It's like it's like the first season of Flash. It's 150 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. this is the last episode, 150, and we're gonna take a couple of weeks. So we'll stay tuned in February, mm-hmm. and we'll have it all will brand come back new in episodes. February. So yeah, guys, we are coming back in February, and again, like like The Walking Dead, if you are worried this about the, the mid-season sh- break. Yeah, this is kind of a, <laughs> mid-season break. Yeah. yeah, we need a little bit of time to finish up the set, and we need a little bit of time to get the new episodes uh, ready. We need to build a new uh, intro. A lot of stuff we got to do to make sure that the new show is the best it could possibly be. Uh, but don't worry, SoundCloud people, it will be. Uh, it'll again. It will continue to be available to you guys. Uh, Tuesdays. Tuesdays, but it will be back in a couple of weeks. So. Sorry to kind of drop this on you guys so suddenly. Uh, we've been working on this for a couple of months now, and uh, we finally are just pulling the trigger on it, and we, we can't wait for you guys to Yay. experience the show. We're going to have Angela and Melissa on far more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I'm see excited. you then. See you then. Let's, uh, all right. Uh, good show. Thank you for tuning in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, so we're going to, oh, 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 last, sorry. Last part, kind of important. Uh, if you are, uh, if you want to submit topics for the show, you can submit that on our Discord. That is where we're going to be uh, cultivating the questions and uh, we're going to go in and pick uh, each question question out of a out of a like a jar or a hat or something so mm-hmm. um if we'll you, get you a discord link yeah we should so, pick it out of a black hole <laughs> yes yeah. just materialize it with a sling ring look <laughs> if we could get someone to do the visual effects on that that's not me that would be totally sick to just reach in the black hole and pull out a topic actually pull out a rabbit whoop no nope, not that <laughs> how about we work towards that yeah we'll get there eventually what? what was that background? That uh, purple background? Dude, it's like an eight. Whoa! Yeah, so it's an eight bit pixelated city. So Whoa. when I unlock oh, it, it's daytime. Day. That's ah. pretty cool. Whoa! Ah. Ah. I, got, I have a cool phone wallpaper, guys. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's take on the first topic of the day. Let's do it. So uh, the first topic comes uh, from, from Le Petron. First stop! Okay. Oh, and uh, people who are donating to the tier on Patreon, where you donate the uh, donate for, for your, the Hawk Talk questions, your questions are going to take priority over the ones from Discord. But we are going to pick 
questions from both yep. to make sure that everyone feels like uh, they're, you know. They're dope. They're dope. Yep, exactly. Y'all are dope. That's true. You guys are dope. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, this question was submitted last week, but uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a cool question. We wanted to address it. So Kane McMillan asks, with 2017 over, what is y'all's favorite films from 2017? Justice Ooh, League. Boy, oh man. <laughs> anyway, moving past that. What is the list? Yep. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot there's, there's, in 2017. There's, there's a handful of movies that Pretty I still solid. need to see though. Yes. Same. Like I look at your list and I'm like I haven't seen any. Oh, man, I'm just actually no. This so my first oh. part is the stuff that I, I oh, okay. liked and this is the wish list. Like so I haven't. Like would you like to go first? Sure. So, uh, do I? So it's just like top favorite movies, like yeah. no order. No order. Yeah. No. So no orders to these and no like top five or top ten anything. It's just whatever you like this year. So I really liked Logan. Nice. I like. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that one. Yes, Logan was. Dude, I was just watching that again uh, the other day. I, was, I constantly watch that again and again. I saw film. it for the first time two nights ago. Oh yeah. my god! What did you think? Did you cry? No. Should I have? Did you laugh at the end? I'm just kidding. Sorry. What? what? <laughs> did you cry? I was like, what? I mean, well, did you? How many of the X Men movies did you watch? Which all of them. Oh, okay. oh but no, wait. But I didn't watch Wolverine. The both the Wolverine movies before this one. Gotcha. I mean, so. you don't need. You don't need to. to. Exactly. That's why I was like, I heard I didn't yeah, need to. Yeah, but um, so. you got the gist of like the backstory and what happened in the context, whatever, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, okay, it's, so, it's Wolverine. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you do happen to watch rewatch like X Men one and two, mm-hmm. watch watch those two and then watch Logan, and there you mm-hmm. see so many themes and parallels that get brought back and this father-son type thing between Logan I and I really Charles. enjoyed it. I was Charles? like, ah. Charles. I'm into this. Charles. I understand why you rewatch it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's heavy. Um, that scene with the, sorry, really just the yeah. scene with the the uh, pre- Professor Xavier's mind oh, going crazy. Yeah. And it's just, it's He's like, having a seizure? So yeah, the stressful. seizure. Oh my gosh, that scene was that so was intense. Stressful. So stressful. Stress level max. Yeah. <laughs> Good work. And then at the end when he's like, so this is how it feels. Damn, no, that's bro. so heavy. Dude, when she's crying and she says daddy for the first time, I lose oh, it. Right. Every time I ball my eyes out, I can't. Damn. Oh, I'm a little X-23. Yeah. X-23, uh, go and give it to Sorry. Wonder Woman is on my list. Oh, Blade yeah. Runner 2049. Nice. Blade Last... Runner with Wesley Snipes. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Last Jedi. What was that? What's The Last Jedi again? Never heard of it. Uh, something about wars and stars. Ah, yeah, something like that. Yes. Um, Coco is on my list. I freaking love Coco, dude. You, none of you have seen Coco, right? I wanted yeah, to. I just didn't get it's around so to it. It's so good, so good. Another Pixar classic. Um, it's also also really quick note. Like, there's playing flamenco and Spanish guitar in Coco is such. It's a big plot point, and it just makes me so happy. I grew up. Learning flamenco from my dad. Oh, that's awesome! Interesting. That's hella dope. Yeah, that was um, the best animated feature. Oh, really? For the Golden Globes? Mm -hmm. Mm. Dope. Shocker. Yeah, (laughs) shocking. Oh, Pixar won best animated. They win best (laughs) animated every year. Yeah. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, (laughs) which is like a a monumental achievement (laughs) in filmmaking, just in general. I really liked it. Oh, I Shiznit, haven't I haven't it. seen it. It's Me so either. good. Oh my gosh. I saw a clip on Instagram the other day and I was like, I need to watch this movie right now. Yeah, you need to <laughs> it see so it. so awesome. I've been avoiding anything related to it, like the plague. Okay. So, like yeah. Slate. Yeah. 
need to watch it. Um, yeah, there's so many I need to Spider-Man watch. Homecoming is on my list. Yes. Spider-Man Homecoming is great. So good. Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Also? And La La Land came out this year. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it came out at the very like, beginning very, of this year. Like, very, very beginning. Mm, if right. you know that counts. Oh, if, if not, that then counts. I'll I'll take that off. Like, <laughs> that I don't... Counts. I mean, it's still the big... It's still of this Gregorian year. Well, no, it came out late December. In Select? La La Land? In, yeah. In, you know, I'm just going to take it off my list. Cool, man. <laughs> because that's the last one anyway, and, you know, Yeah, cool. that came out. That's a crazy story, Mark. <laughs> okay. Uh, and my honorable mention list, which is a list that I haven't seen the movies for yet, but I really want to see it, that came out this year was, or last year, uh, The Shape of Water, which I hear is yeah. incredible. Moonlight, which I still haven't seen. Bro. I've only seen clips from it, and it's so heavy. Was that this year? I guess that would count as last, last year. year, too, yeah. So, we'll take that off the list. JK, get JK. out. Um, yeah, Get Out is on my list of see. movies I need to watch. Uh, Lady Bird. Still haven't seen Mother, Lego Batman. I still really want to see. You have, dude. It's on HBO. You should watch it. Oh, it's real dope. Good. It's really funny. I will funny. watch it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to see Mudbound. Me too. Which your girl Reed Morano shot, which I'm excited to see. She's also shooting Black Panther. Ooh. Uh, the Big Sick. I haven't seen that. Oh, I want to see that. It's on. Sorry, funny Amazon Prime. I just watched that too. <laughs> oh, dope. I That's do with the that. uh, Kumal. Yeah. The from guy the from Silicon Valley. Yeah, he's that's hilarious. hilarious. Yes, so good. It's it's really it wasn't what I was expecting, and I really really enjoyed yeah. it. And Get Out. So yeah, there you go. Dope. Me me next. Yeah, you next. So we'll just I wouldn't order. say in particular order, but The Last Jedi is absolutely my favorite movie of the year. So that's gonna go number one. Dope. Every, everything else is not in order. I also <laughs> put um. I pretty much put the movies that you all. I'm, I feel like we're all gonna say the same movies. Pretty uh, much. Last Jedi. Uh, Logan. Mm-hmm. Get Out, Blade Runner, War of the Planet of the Apes, Guardians 2, and is that all? Did I say Logan? No. Yes, Logan. you did. Oh, okay. So, yeah, those those are my favorite movies of the year. Uh, I need to see more, dude. There's so Like, I didn't see Lady Bird. There's so many. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, movies that aren't even, like, theatrical releases that I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see Bright just to see what everyone's talking about. Put that so on the list. polarizing. There's yeah. some people telling me it's the worst movie they've ever it seen. It is not the worst what? movie. It really isn't. It is it's not. like it's mediocre at best. Like at the or worst. Sorry. No, mediocre at best. Yeah, no, okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, see, it's that's why I want to see it because everyone a, is so like it's solidly mediocre. It. Like yeah. I want to see what it's going like the next stage right. because what is what's his name isn't writing it anymore. Max, yeah. Yeah. So. That psycho bitch. Yeah, um, yeah um, I I would very much be interested to see how David Ayer would write that mm-hmm. that movie because that would be dope. I really like the world building in yeah. it. That's why I I I still mm-hmm. have positive vibes for it because yeah. I think yeah. there's something really interesting. The concept sounded super interesting. That, I heard it just got off the rails yeah. in a in a way that it just. It got too ridiculous. Is it was what I hard to heard. follow. You're just like, yeah. okay, yeah. so these, these guys are doing this. Is like, oh wait, they're in the middle of something way bigger. But like, it's hard to understand because like it's fantasy and it's not really explained to you. So like, when you're watching a cop movie and you're like, something goes out of control and like, like it's based in the real world, you're able to follow what's going on because mm-hmm. you know what happens in the real world. But with this movie, you're just like, wait, so hold on, who is this person? Why is this person important? Yeah, or the decision making. <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. just really like people like <coughs> made like really poor decisions, and you're like. Mm, I don't know if it was supposed to end up that way. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Stupid characters doing stupid things. Yeah. yeah also, much. real quick, like these, we're filmmakers and we should be supporting the film community. And like, I feel like I need to watch more um, 
just indie film in general just because mm -hmm. I already don't do that enough. And there's like quite a few that I've that came out this year that I still haven't seen that I've wanted to see, like a ghost story, which I heard a lot about on Twitter. Mm -hmm. People were talking about it. Um, uh, what was it? Colossal with a what's her name? Mm. Les Mis, uh, Catwoman. Oh, oh, hell, oh. Catwoman. Oh, Anne Hathaway. Yes, Anne Hathaway. Wow, yeah. how did I not remember her name? Uh, the Beguiled and Risk, which I heard a lot about too Risk? on social media. Yeah, like based on the game or just no, using not, the word. No, it's a, just <laughs> an like, indie what? movie. Risk. <laughs> Risk based on the game. That that would be a war movie. So intense. <laughs> that would be a war movie. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Just a couple there that I've heard about that Me? I want to see. What about you, Danny? Hmm. <clears throat> Man, it's hard to pick five of these. Um. Uh, Wonder Woman's up there. Uh, interestingly enough, Last Jedi is not on my favorite movie really? list this year. Yeah. Oh man, I saw that movie six times in theaters already. I'm glad you liked it, dude. I <laughs> Damn. I still need. So I want to go see it again. Yeah, maybe, maybe I, I, I still tonight. need to watch it again. You uh, absolutely need to watch it at least a second time, just because like, yeah. it changes your it perception. Time. See, no. Here's the thing: is and I've already said I've had this conversation with Noel like 50 times now. <laughs> like my. I, I like the movie and it's a good movie and that's why it's hard to be upset at it uh, but there are certain things in the movie that I'm like I wish they didn't do that mm -hmm. I wish they didn't do that oh yeah for and sure then, same <clears throat> and then and that's my thing and that's why it can never be on my favorite movie list even though like I'm I'm not a blind fanboy I can see that this is a good movie it is well made well structured it makes total sense everything works it's beautiful too. even yeah it's beautiful everything about it is is puts it up there is probably one of the better made star wars films just structurally and just in an everything you know it's like it's a good movie right but like there's a lot of decisions that i'm just like man that really fucked with my childhood. <laughs> yeah. and Imagine if this was the first Star Wars movie ever made. If this was the first Star Wars like ever made? Like there was no pre-existing universe before it. I can see people absolutely adoring, adoring this movie. And I know a lot of people love this movie. And I know a lot of people vehemently hate this movie. Yeah. For, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't, I, don't, I, I don't think, I think that that's a little bit extreme personally. But I just, there was stuff that I just, I when I was watching, I was just like, man, dude, like, so that's it, huh? Yeah. That was it. That's that was it. Okay. Uh, cool. Sorry. <laughs> Last Jedi tangent. Uh, but I enjoyed it a lot. It's not on my list. It's probably honorable mention. Honorable mention along with Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. For like sure. Blade Runner twenty forty nine was incredible. It was an amazing experience. I like the movie. I think what it was saying was amazing, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's probably one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen easily <laughs> one yeah, of the most yeah. beautiful movies i've ever seen um, i study that movie yeah consistently that's a that's a film enthusiast movie mm -hmm. like a yeah, filmmaker's 100%. movie for mm -hmm. sure uh dude have you guys seen kong I haven't oh seen that it was yet, on dude. my list kong's on my yes. list kong was dope i had Still so much fun wait i think i saw it they were on an Tom island yeah. yeah yeah no oh yeah no it was awesome it was so much fun that i was super fun i expected it to be like i didn't know what i was expecting i I don't know. I, I didn't expect anything. I don't know. I guess I went in with kind of low expectations. And when I was Same. watching, I was like, this is like sick. <laughs> this is pretty sick. I like this a lot. It was really solid. Uh, and then they tease Godzilla at the end of the movie. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. um, 
It's like watching Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Pacific it was. Rim 2. Yes. Disaster Artist <laughs> is up there uh, for this. Yeah, it's so much fun watching the my room f- and Disaster yeah. Artist. My friend, uh, Jade. Yeah. She said that that movie is one of the most inspiring movies she's ever watched. She's like, ah. you see Tommy Wiseau, who's like, lacks every bit of talent that a human it can lack, Hollywood but is movie. like so determined to do his thing and follow and like achieve and like chase his dreams. I'm like, wow, it's very inspirational. Cool. Yeah, I mean, the goal of the the movie is basically to say Dude, that there's so many memes from that movie made in the film community itself. It's oh just my gosh, hilarious! Right when clients ask for ridiculous things, they just post a meme of Tommy Wiseau going, "It's big Hollywood movie, <laughs> big Hollywood movie." Yeah, why are you doing that? It's a big Hollywood movie. <laughs> You want to shoot digital and film? That's just like you don't do that. What? You don't do that. You, it's lit differently. It's shot differently. Well, it be, uh, wait, what, what did what you he say? said? Something like, like I have vision. Yeah, <laughs> something ridiculous. It's Disaster Artist was one of the most fun experiences I've had in a movie. That's awesome. In a long time, but I think you guys, if you guys haven't seen the Disaster Artist. Don't watch it first. Watch the room with a couple of friends, not yes. too many people, or by yourself. Yeah, sure. I mean, you can watch it by yourself. I, me, Jeremy, and Angela. Oh, watched it's it so together. much more fun watching it with people. Oh, it yes. was so much more fun. That's why they have midnight showings. It's kind of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's just yeah. a community movie. It's supposed to be playing this week. <coughs> yes. Oh my it is. gosh. Um, but That's anyway, cool. <laughs> uh, don't go to one of those big screenings to watch it first, though. I hear they get really crazy and get you may really not be rowdy. Able to, yeah, you may not yeah. be able to hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, man, my last one is is uh, kind of difficult because. I said Logan, right? You did? Logan. Okay. Logan for sure. I mean, that movie was awesome. And then uh, I have Thor Ragnarok and War for the Planet of the Apes on here as my last as my last top five pick of just something I enjoyed. War for the Planet of the Apes was so incredible and deep and, and like, definitely made me teary-eyed at the end. I was like, holy crap, this is... This is like a legit war movie with apes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Straight up legit war movie. I haven't but seen it yet. Thor, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. It's also like, a, like I said before, a monumental achievement in filmmaking mm-hmm. itself. Wow. Just because of the t- technology and everything that went behind and just making it. Like the CG doesn't get it in your way. Like no, not at major all. Major wow. CG visual effects uh, driven movies. Like it's in your face that it's CG. But this is straight up like it's just... The CG is there just to help tell the story because it's, there's That's no awesome. other way to tell it. The CG is happening and you just kind of experience yeah, it. Yeah, and you're watching and you're like, is that CG? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. honestly. That's like, is that CG. on set? Yeah. That and Thor Ragnarok kind of fighting for that last spot because Thor Ragnarok was a surprising delight. Oh, so that, fun. And your experience watching it. Yeah, <laughs> like with all the actors and stuff, literally yeah, two rows down. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. So lucky. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that, like, I I enjoyed that. I don't know, you. did you guys like Thor I, Ragnarok? Oh, oh, I, I loved, loved it. I loved Thor loved Ragnarok. It. I was blown away. At, I was like, I did not like The Dark World. It's probably my least favorite Marvel film. And... Uh, and they see, really pivoted. Yeah. Pivoted hard, and it the worked. The humor is so good. It worked. It really worked. Well. Jeff Goldblum. Dude, that joke with uh, Thor and Doctor Strange. Oh, it's yeah. like, <laughs> with the electronic email. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Doctor Strange is like, do you have a computer? And he's like, no, why? What oh, for? What do I need that for? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll, before I, I just wrap up, like, uh, special, just a... Uh, uh, Shout out to the rest of these movies. Baby Driver was sick. Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians 2 was great. Uh, 
Dunkirk, Lego Batman. Those are all movies that I enjoyed this year. I definitely mm-hmm. need to watch more. I'm pretty sure if I saw it, it would probably be up there. Mm-hmm. And Get Out. Like, I've heard so dude, many get good things. So exclusively good that. things. I have not heard one single negative comment about yeah, Get Out. Not absolutely. even slightly. Not even, it was great, but that didn't exist. It was just like, see Get Out. <laughs> so good. Dope. It's on my list. Man, it's I want to see list. that so bad. Not this Holy list, but crap. Hey, Oh my god, watch. are we going in a warp speed? Whoa! So, I, I literally couldn't, like, not literally. I couldn't remember exactly what I watched last year until I started listening to what you guys were <laughs> <Yeah. talking about. laughs> But there, I only had, like, one instinctual answer, which was Baby Driver. Yes. Probably because I absolutely love heist movies. Nice. So, like, it's definitely Is one of my Italian top genres. Is Italian Job your favorite movie? No, but I like heist movies in general. Are you okay. excited for Ocean's 8? Actually, yes. Yay. I'm very excited. <laughs> cool. All right, sorry, sorry. Um, so that was my only instinctual answer. The rest are kind of like, I realize in my list of nine, six are superhero stuff. So I mean, that's the world we live in yeah, now. Uh, not opposed to it. They've released six superhero movies this year. Yeah. Not so, eight. Oh, God, eight. <laughs> Did I miss one on my list? Wait, so I got Guardians. I mean, I meant in 2018, there will be eight oh. movies. My bad. Yes. <laughs> um, so for that, there was Guardians 2, Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, Logan, and Lego Batman, I thought was hilarious. Hell yeah. So all of those. Um, and then, I mean, The Last Jedi was enjoyable. I still need to see it a second time for it's sure. So good. It's so, so um, good. What else do I got on here? Oh, and Disaster Artist. That was that was totally yes. enjoyable. Yeah. That was I a good, to, I enjoyable I need to see The movie. Room and that movie. Yes. yes. Wait, what? You need to watch them with people. Yes, absolutely. It's... The Room. Like, we need to actually, let's just have a group viewing of The Room, like, sometime this week or next week. Yeah, I'm down. And then you can see The Disaster Artist after that. I'm down. It's just, it's such a shocking film. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's quite an achievement, it'll, it'll actually. Right I watched face. it with Chris, and he was super uncomfortable for the first 30 minutes. <laughs> He's like, yes. he's like, what are you showing me? He's like, what is, is this? this? I was like, I, I'm sorry. I guarantee. I'm sorry. So I forgot. Funny. I totally forgot because the first time I saw this was years ago, yeah. and it was a drinking game. So like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But it was just him and I watching the movie at home alone. Oh my god! <laughs> That's amazing. See. It, for those I sh- guarantee that will be your experience. Like I'll you're like, gonna be so uncomfortable so for the I'm first third. I'm not gonna be uncomfortable. I'm just gonna be mad oh, watching man, this. But it's so yeah. hilarious. Like the more you get into it, the more you realize. You know what? This is actually incredible filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly like the thing is, is like the first. 10, 15 minutes of the movie you're watching and it's just like, okay, this is like, I don't know how I can keep up with this. But if you just keep watching it, it, just push through it. And then all I'm saying is that something happens and the third time it happened, (laughs) me, Angela, and Jeremy all went, Again? And we're betting for the fourth time it's going to happen. And we're like, yes, 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 come yes, on, come on. on. Let's do it. You guys, if you've seen The Room, you know exactly yeah. what we're referring to. Interesting. So, yeah. All right. Chris was mad at me. <laughs> all right. Uh, did you finish it? Like, did you both finish the movie? Oh, totally, because we were going to see The Disaster Artist, because yeah. I, I really wanted to see it, and he heard about it. Yeah. So he's like, oh, well, I was like, we should watch it. Yes. We should watch it before we go. It's a totally different experience if you've seen The Room before watching The Disaster Artist because now you understand all the little things <laughs> yep. that go behind it. You want to give context for who Chris is? Because uh, I don't think people... Chris is my boyfriend mm-hmm. and also Danny's brother. So. <laughs> 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 
All right, so snicked. Uh, <laughs> snicked. <laughs> we did what? We did that last night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. They were, they were leaving. Snicked. <laughs> you guys right. keep doing things, and I'm like not in on the joke. <laughs> like this happened like three yeah. times so far. <laughs> nah, it's just kind of I mean, our lives. Honestly, most of the time, it's stuff we just come up with on the fly right here. So when you're not in on a joke, no one else is either. Yeah. Okay. We're just going along with I it. I gotta start catching up with these things. I'm like, wait. Just what? pretend. See, like- it's really just developing your improv. That's it. Because mm-hmm. that's literally all we do all the time. I'm getting a little better. Improve. Oh, definitely. Yes. <laughs> um, did you guys, were there any specific questions that stood out to you guys that you wanted to? Some The robot question? Oh, yeah. There's a okay. robot question? <laughs> so this comes from uh, Patronon. Uh, Devin Juden asks, what is your favorite movie slash TV robot? Ooh. This is so, so easy for me. I feel like I'm the only one that knows the answer, so I'm going to say it. Go on. Wally. Wally. Hello, my favorite robot Wally. he's I a planet human saver dog favorite he saves robot? planets and humans dog he does what c3po get it get up out of here man oh my god so favorite ever <laughs> or just like here, top man. five uh top five top five top five i just uh, it, i honestly like this is kind of on the just kind of specific it's question. A, yeah just just throw it out there uh i like i would say wally and um uh Ryan Gosling in Blade Runner. <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert. I haven't seen it. Oh, man. They literally tell you. Oh, first okay. Yeah, they tell you. Uh, you know okay. It's well known. Oh, okay. Um, I think, was it Baymax? Oh, Baymax oh, is great. Baymax is so good. I want to give Damn. him a hug. From Big Hero 6. Oh, I still need to watch that. Oh, yeah, it's Dude, very that, enjoyable. That is quite a monument in filmmaking. Oh, it's and just beautiful. CG animation itself. You're a monument in filmmaking, dude. Aww. Yeah, man. You really are. That was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, which one is the one from uh, Terminator 2? The T2000? T1000. The T1000 yes. is the one from, uh, is the one that like, yeah. yeah. Such, that a Capri Sun. Such a yeah, dope villain. Such a dope villain. That's the Capri Sun. Yeah. <laughs> You remember that? Wow. You never saw Terminator 2? No. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! <gasps> Do you want to be a filmmaker and you haven't seen Terminator 2? Like one of the best action movies. Good lord. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys. Come with list. me if you want to live. Oh Get down. My god. That when, was like When did it come out? Like 89, 90, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I've seen it over time. 89? Probably like on TNT 92. or something. Are you, dude, are you screaming at I, my it, am it was scream- 92. Yeah, yeah. 92. you're right, it was 92. I think the first But four. like that was the first well James Cameron being James Cameron was like, "Hey, I've never like no one has ever done this before. I'm going to do it." Cuz that was the first time anyone has ever done a full uh fully animated CG humanoid character that was rigged oh. to move. And reflective. And reflective. Like, I what? mean, well, there was that one movie. Oh. Uh, what was it? The first actual CG character was uh, this ghost spirit water type yeah. thing guy. In, what was it called? What was that movie called? Oh. Anyway. The, King Kong. No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Not King Kong. <laughs> King, Kong was sure a, King Kong was a dude in a costume. Nope, and then occasionally sure a... You literally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and occasionally... And occasionally uh, a... The, a puppet. Yeah, a puppet. The, uh, or claymation type yeah. thing. Slay-mation. Which that uh, that skeleton still is alive. <laughs> the skeleton That's is terrifying. on display. It's in a collection right now in a museum. But the uh, the skin is like deteriorate off of it because it doesn't stay. Like the material that they used just degraded over yeah. time, and it looks scary as fuck. <laughs> 
You know what's another robot I really like? Um, I really like BB-8. I was going to uh, say BB-8, so but really then like I BB-8 think that too. the R2-D2 purists are going to get mad at us for saying BB-8 oh, for sure. or R2. But B- of course <laughs> they're going to be like, mad. Like R2-D2 is dope, and like he did a lot of special... <laughs> The one thing I did like in Attack of the Clones is that R2-D2 actually got to do things. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. It was a, it was a things. whole just CG fest of him fighting robots, but like it was actually kind of cool. And also cool. like the nostalgia. Like R2 and Luke was the one who started it all and it ended with it. Yeah. Like that, that scene in the Falcon in Last Jedi was one of the most perfect moments. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, but like it feels like BB-8 is like the younger, cuter brother. Like he acts a little more <coughs> childish than R2-D2. R2-D2 oh, acts so like, a, like a mad old man. I he has mean, such a personality yeah. without even saying anything. Yeah. R2. It's sassy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. R2, you think about it, is like it was a, it's a kind of force to, I, I don't know. Uh, it. I don't know. It's still, what am, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> Words. It has a lot of uh, limitations because it was made back in the 70s. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. know? And like that's R2. You can't just change R2. That's fair. Yeah, then, right. But yeah. you have BB 8 who has all these little gimmicks to him. Like mm-hmm. the ball is already cute on its own. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing with Force Awakens when he launches out those, the, he's bouncing around the Falcon yeah. and then dun, all of a sudden. Dun, dun, whoosh, like or or when, he gives, little... when he gives Spin the thumbs up, yes. thumbs up the lighter. <laughs> uh, it's so cute. Adorable. Adorable. A few of my favorite robots. Um, Haley Joe Osman's character in AI. Um, Robin Williams' character in Bicentennial Man. Uh. Heavy. Uh, what was it? I cannot think of it right now. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Did you ever see Short Circuit? No, I haven't. What okay. is it about? It's about a short circuit. Oh. Nope. It's Ooh. about a guy who it's about a white guy in Indian face who uh, makes a robot. <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> Not watching it. <laughs> yeah, that's, Wait, that's I got one, and I don't know if this is spoilerific. Everyone in Westworld. Yeah, that's it's not that. spoilerific because yeah. it's about the hosts or yeah, they're robots. Yeah. The well, just don't say any specific. Yeah, specific yeah. character that I know. There's a bunch of robots and they're cool. Watch the show. Yeah, but specifically <laughs> my favorite robot in that show it's this one character, which is a major spoiler if we ever mention True. it. Yeah, True but facts. that's my favorite robot in that. I think I know series. Um, oh, oh, uh, Alpha Five from Power Rangers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> did, you like the, did you like the new Alpha? Ah, you know what? I didn't mind him. Yeah, I thought I he was thought, cool. Yeah. yeah, I like him too. Yeah, I thought he was, uh, I thought, The honestly, first image of him, I was like, nah, that's no. an interesting <laughs> Also, like, <laughs> Bill Hader, like, yeah. how can you not love exactly. him? Exactly. And then oh. we saw, see him next, and I was like, oh, no, this this works. This is fine. Performance definitely, definitely was awesome. Aesthetic, yeah. the, the look of everything, uh, you know, left something to be desired, but the performances were all on point. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, like, full-on robot, not... I don't know if this counts, but he's like made like mostly robotic. Darth it, Vader? No, not Darth Vader. Um, Captain Silver, John Silver in a uh, Treasure Planet. Oh, mm. Silver Hawk. Isn't that a cyborg? Yeah, that's a cyborg. That's not a robot. Never mind. So different. Because um, I was thinking about <clears throat> AIs, and I was like, no, they don't have physical bodies. Never mind. Yeah, well, <laughs> it depends on which kind of AI. Yeah. Um. Oh, damn. There was another one that I was thinking of, and I just can't remember right now. Ex Machina? No, although that is a great robot. 
incredible. You guys need to watch Ex Machina. Oh my I god. Know. Yeah, I mean, I, the whole movie was spoiled for me in a lessons from the screenplay. Yeah, or, but still watch it because it's it's really it's good. Still I believe effective. it. I love uh, Oscar Isaac. Oh yeah, he's mm-hmm. really. Good I absolutely that. love that guy. It's he's really great. good. Really good. Hello, Poe. Great movie. And also, they didn't do any type of motion capture or green screen for uh, Ava. Um, it was just all rotoscope and done by hand by digital wow. double negative. Man, double negative was probably pissed. <laughs> they were like, "You I didn't mean, they do talk- any mocap at all." No, they talked Fuck. about it beforehand in pre-production. Like the best way, because the director specifically wanted uh, Alex Garland. Garland wanted to, um, like, let the performance lead the movie and not have it be obstructed by having to do all the motion capture on set. Because at the time, the motion capture wasn't like advanced enough like how Planet of the Apes was, where mm-hmm. you can actually shoot on location with mocap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they decided to just go with a gray suit and just match it as best as possible, mm-hmm. matching all the camera moves and Interesting. stuff. Interesting. Dang. That must have been a... Yeah, but double negative. D-neg mm. is like one of the top in the game. Honestly, like double negative... Weta Digital are like the biggest studios right now, really giving ILM the run for their money. Mm-hmm. Who Good. did? Who did Interstellar? Uh, ILM, right? It was some. Most of it was ILM, I believe, and some of the shots were double negative. Like, just so you know, it's not just one studio working on visual effects for a movie. They outsource many different types yeah. of things or scenes. Specifically, like, for example, one visual effects house will be ju- doing just the explosions. Another one will be doing just the rigging for the CG animation. Rotoscoping. Yeah, and, the, like, it's outsourced differently depending on the studio. I mean, legit, just look at the end of any Marvel movie, and it's like, 20 pages oh of kind of like <laughs> and it's, it's like insane. 12 studios yeah. on average like it's and a lot same thing with uh blade runner a lot of the cityscape and the um yeah just the cityscape and the environmental stuff was rodeo uh studios in blue sky i think in and after effects i learned yeah. a lot of that stuff was done in after effects and i'm like god you guys I'm are like, so what? much better than me it's ridiculous <laughs> but then it's like ridiculous. all the other like all the uh ai and robot stuff and Characters and stuff were done by uh, Weta Digital, I believe. And then Double Negative did a lot of the other stuff, too. So it's just all these different companies. But, like, Double Negative, holy crap. They are good. Seamless. Who did Justice League? I don't know. I think that was my younger brother. (laughs) No, it's... (laughs) I don't have a younger brother. I think it might have been... True. Like, it's another big house. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea who did Justice League. Obviously, Double whoever it was who did Justice League clearly didn't have enough time. It wasn't because they're not issue. good. Yeah. I think it was Double Negative who did they're Justice just League. Rushed. Did you see the, the thing they posted on Twitter about like like after Justice League had come out? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking no. about. Some, one of the VFX artists who worked on Justice League posted this big old, like because they were getting a bunch of crap for the CG, which obviously isn't their fault. You've seen their, their body of work. Right. You know yeah. they're amazing. <laughs> Uh, but it all came down to time. So like he posted like this, it, it looks like it was written in the notes app and it was basically like, this is all the stuff that we had to do. And this is how long we had to do it. Damn. So uh... you try recreating a guy, a, a, a grown man's jaw in CG <laughs> oh, with three mustache? months. Yeah. With Damn. Fair yeah. Enough, double dude. negative did justice league. Oh. Yeah. See, look at that. Yeah. Ex machina. And, Justice League. It's <laughs> clearly time. <laughs> yeah, clearly time was the issue there. Damn, poor um, guys. 
Uh, anybody have any other favorite uh, robots? I can't I mean, think of anything yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah, Wally is definitely up there for me. Um, There's so many great robots. I mean, like if you named okay, the real quick. Iron Giant, I like that robot. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, just a quick list off of what Double Negative has in production right now. Um, First Man, Deadpool 2, Bohemian nice. Rhapsody, Godzilla, King of Monsters, Infinity War. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, the New Mutants. Fantastic Beasts 2, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Black Panther, and Venom. Like, look at their repertoire. Yeah. Look at their show reel. It's just clearly just time. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, you look at uh, Double Negative, if, if they did Steppenwolf, and then they are also doing Thanos, like, you could just see from the trailer for, uh, oh, yeah. for Infinity War, oh, Thanos God. looks... I remember watching the Infinity War trailer... Uh, He's a real boy. And just being like, whoa, Thanos is fit. Like, everybody was complaining about the color, but I was like, holy crap, that looks like a real man. Yeah. yeah that looks dude, like a real man. He's got facial visual hair. Effects and like, and for like, Thanos is incredible. Ooh. Because even not just like the fidelity to the visual effects, but the nuances. Yeah. Because you can mm-hmm. see his tiny He's smirk. Like, yeah. And like, he like, and the like way as soon as he shows eyes. up, he like, he his face moves somehow. I was like, that. That's how? not replicated in any other way that, because it's literally the. Emotion of your eyes and face because mm-hmm. his eyes are like really deep and human like, yeah, which is so hard for CG. If you guys have ever done tried to do any visual effects in CG on a CG character, you know how hard it is to capture emotion, human emotion in eyes like that's the holy grail. Mm-hmm. Damn, double negative, damn, D-neg. D-neg. yeah, K2SO. All right, so. oh, what about the Transformers? Any oh, they're more than meets the eye. <laughs> Autobots wage their battles to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. Okay, sorry. Um, awesome. Let's see. Uh, K2SO. This is a, an it's interesting a... question. What do you think? What do you think about that one? Yeah. Yeah, no? yeah I could. No? That could be a fun one. Yeah. Uh-uh. All right. Uh, so. Uh, Ivan Martinez asks, "What type of storyteller do you want to be?" So we're, we're whoa, yeah. Let's get in deep, guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's like on the spot. What type of storyteller do you want to be? Me? Yeah. I can only think of like storytellers that I like. That I would. I don't know if you can replicate as someone's storytelling style. Well, I mean, what kind of stories do you want to tell? Yeah. I think are who the, do you want to reach? Who do you want to inspire? A better question for you right now, I think, mm-hmm. since you're so new to it, is yeah. um, what? How? Uh, what do movies mean to you? I think is a better yeah. Or, or like, like, are they a form of escapism? Are they a form of uh, like just kicking back and relaxing? Or a form of uh, Telling stories that can help other people relate. Yeah, you know, like what do they do? What kind of project? And tying into that, like, what kind of projects do you want to be a part of? Like, what kind of movies do you like to watch? And what type of movies do you want to be a part of? Like, do you want to be a part of like, like telling the story of something dramatic and something real, something raw? Or do you want to help people escape into another world, something that allows them to escape their everyday, or inspire, or? Or scare or horrified. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of emotions do you want to uh, pull out of the audience who's I, watching our work? I know I always work? say this. I absolutely love world building. So yeah. building a world from scratch <clears throat> is my absolute favorite thing to do. Because I've been like, 
Uh, I'm sorry. I've been a role player since I was like 11, like all like forums, yeah. <laughs> like internet, and then like I play D and D, and like I play RPGs. So like, <laughs> so like just world building and making my own character, and then finding characters is just like so enrapturing. Like I yeah. know, like Harry Potter, you're just totally enraptured into a yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Like I love being in a world, especially fantasy based or magic yeah. based. So preferably. escapism. That's a so form escapism. of escapism. Yeah. Escapism. So escapism. And if I had to like pivot to something else, like I love mystery box stuff. What is that mm-hmm. JJ Abrams thing? Like I like mysteries. So like a combination yeah. of like exploring a world like is a mystery. Right. So showing the world as a mystery, mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. Dope. So that's, I guess that would be me. <laughs> cool. What about you, Jay? Um, <coughs> I guess, <coughs> excuse me. Somewhere along those lines where building a world that you get lost into, but not just a world that you get lost into. Like the world or the movies that I connect to most are uh, stories that are just human in nature, I guess. Like it shows the human condition and you can relate Mm -hmm. to it and you can see, like you can empathize with it. It just happens to be in a world that you get lost in. That's not this world. Mm -hmm. That's why I love Logan. It's, a story about family. It's about family. It's about family. <laughs> uh, Logan, between the final fa- Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> it's, but it's literally about family. Like father-daughter relationship, father-to-son relationship. Like relatable em- uh, topics that you can empathize with, but it just so happens to be in a world full of mutants. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that you get lost in that world. Like it's just part of whatever it is you're watching. I love Lord of the Rings as more of a story about friendship, I guess, and loyalty and not giving up, which any human can empathize with. It just happens to be in a fantasy world in Middle-earth. Same with Game of Thrones. Same with, like, a lot of these big budget visual effects feasts. Like, it's just the ones that I like the most are the ones that are telling a solid, relatable story inside of that world. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of movies I want to make. Coco. Like, oh, I need oh to see yeah, it. you guys don't even know what I'm talking about, but yeah, like that is that. a world that you get lost in and it's not of this world, Dang. but it's it. literally a, a coming of age story about learning, you know, to accept who you are oh. just along those lines. You know? That's cool. Pixar heart. Yes. Wait. Oh. Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to tell stories that uh, help inspire or uplift those that like that don't have a voice that either don't have a voice or are too scared to use their voice like Mm -hmm. i like i like movies that are about underdogs but not not like like rudy for example like rudy is a movie about a person that's not a football player like it would be different if this person was like is a football player, like was a football player and like is trying to be the best one and like is doubted and then became the best one. Like that's not the kind of movie I like. I like the movie like Rudy where it's like, this dude isn't a football player. He just wants to be a, like, his dream isn't even to be a football yeah. player. His dream is to, is to just play one game mm-hmm. for Aww. Notre Dame. Yep. That's all he wants is to play for Notre Dame, not play football for anything else. He just wants his favorite team is Notre Dame. He just wants to be a part of the team that he loves. Yeah. And his dream is to do that. And he is constantly beaten down. Yeah. So like love shoot. <laughs> so, <laughs> love Rudy. So kind of like shoot for the stars characters. Kinda. or Shoot pop- for the stars who will at least reach the moon. And I like, and I like, uh, I just like movies that tell stories. Like The Longest Yard. <laughs> 
Uh. I like movies that tell stories that are either uh, unconventional stories. So, for example, like, uh, I'm trying to think. Memento? No, no, not Memento. Like a movie like Seven Psychopaths, where it's about this, this movie is about this guy who's a writer, and he's, he's like a drunk depressed, and he's just trying to write this script. And uh, he has this idea for this movie called Seven Psychopaths. And then the, so, and in order to write this movie, he just kind of goes camping with his friends. And like, it's a wild ride for a movie, but you're just like, that's what the movie's about? Exactly. In like, that, those are the kind of movies that I like where, like, it's not a hero's journey that I'm seeing because I've seen that 30,000 times. I want to yeah. see a really weird plot happen. Dude, okay. Uh, Charlie Countryman. Yeah, Charlie. That Countryman. is unconventional. Whoa, in Bruges. In Bruges, it's that. By, that's by the same guy that did uh, uh, Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. So unconventional. Unconventional All stories. Right. That mm-hmm. seems very null. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Unconventional or inspiring. Man, those movies are so unconventional. <laughs> it starts and then it ends, and you're like, "What just happened? <laughs> what is this?" Oh yeah, you watched in Bruges, so you're just like, yeah. I'm like, whoa. All right, yeah. Danny. What kind of storyteller do I want to be? Um. Man, I want to tell stories. I think the movies that I tend to enjoy the most are not the ones that you would deem the most artistic, uh, but that's because I like the escapist aspect of of film. I think that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the real world is a bit tough sometimes. Um, All times. (laughs) And in the world of movies, you can enter a world where none of that matters, and you can... uh, Enter a world of fantasy and, and wonder. I, you I can love even telling. Leave the world. Huh? You can even leave the world. You can leave the world. You can go to un. And now technology has allowed us to do anything and everything, yep. um, and it all it all like nothing is off the table anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell a story. I I think my dream is to build a universe, a world that affects people the way that Star Wars affected me. That, that at one point was what I wanted to do for sure. Yeah. So like I'm right there with you. I'm on board. And that would be something that really means a lot to me. But like one totally. of the things like storytelling aspects that mm-hmm. I always find myself revisiting is uh, a story about brothers. I, I love telling stories about two brothers, two brothers. Yeah, <laughs> get it out of your brothers. system. Get it out of your <laughs> system right brothers. now. <laughs> two brothers, yes. Uh, but no, I love telling stories about family ties and I love telling stories about uh, brothers specifically because I had a really I was really close with my brother and we had a really close relationship growing up where we would always fight all the time violently fight and <laughs> <I've> like <heard. laughs> just push each other to the absolute brink uh, but at the end of the day if anybody did anything to my brother or anyone did anything to me like me and my brother had each other's back and that hey, you can't beat him up only I can beat him up exactly but there's this I don't know there's this this bond between brothers that I cannot, brother. and it, maybe it's between other siblings as well. I can only speak for myself, but the bond I have with my brother is is something that's hard to explain in words. Yeah, that's how I feel with my sister. Yeah, and it's like a bond between siblings. Siblings have a relationship that a mother and a fa- and a, a father and a child uh, doesn't really have, and like you can have that sort of relationship. I think with people aren't family, mm-hmm. but. Uh, that's the that's what I love to explore. I love to explore uh, the concept of of a brother brother's relationship and mm-hmm. like if that relationship was strained, is it is there coming back? Right. I don't know. So like that, that's, that's I like that. 
Yeah. Did you see the movie Brothers with Tobey Maguire and? I have not. Dude, I have not. That <laughs> movie was heavy, bro. Yeah, it looked heavy. But I think you'd like it because it's about brothers. Yeah. I honestly, I saw the trailer for that movie and I was like, this is something that I want to watch. It just never get got around. To Did it. you see the scene with? Uh, I saw the scene with Toby freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa Toby, this damn. is crazy. What? <laughs> yeah, he freaks out. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, he came back from war, PTSD. Yeah. And it's oh, not coping rough. well. Yeah, um, it's heavy. It's a heavy movie. Yeah. Keep that for later. His acting in that scene was insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Good the kind of story Toby. that I, storyteller I want to be. Nice. I feel like, I just, I want to, I want to find a way to, I want to make movies like Logan and like Wonder Woman, which are these big tentpole blockbuster films, but they have a message and they feel, and there's, there's more to them. They're substantial. They're not like even the last Jedi is like, they're substantial films. They're not just Hollywood popcorn blockbusters. Like, like what you get from most Marvel Mm -hmm. movies or even DC films is just like, like there's, there's just more to these mm-hmm. uh, to these films. Yeah. You relate to them. Yeah. yeah, you relate to them, but also just there's there's some there's something to think about at the end of it, and it's, yeah. it's it, it touches you. Like Logan, kind of it, it kind of touches you on a level that a lot of superhero movies don't really do. One hundred percent. I agree. You know? Especially like I, I want to watch it again, but like first watching, I was like. Damn, this is this yeah. is it heavy. That it's heavy. It, like, it's good. It, it for me that when I, the first time I was watching that movie, like going into that movie, I knew that both characters were gonna were gonna die just because I was like, that's how this movie has to end. Like I see this ending no other way. Mm-hmm. But, Farewell. But the way Charles, like the way spoiler alert for Logan, I'm sorry. Uh, the way Charles, like when that happens, you just don't expect it because he's completely vulnerable, like emotionally. He's like opening up and like confessing. You're just like, mm-hmm. this is such a beautiful moment. And you're like, <laughs> my heart. That's so unexpected. That's oh no, no, no! <laughs> like the story wasn't done. It wasn't done. So <sighs> but then you like, find out his story ends. is not done because his story now continues in someone else. Oh my heart. And that's how. <laughs> that's literally how the ladder went for the rest of the film. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so unexpected because you're so used to watching all these superhero movies where the story ends with the character. Yeah. You know? And with them like being superheroes and like super yeah. heroically saving the day. Yeah, like superheroes go out like superheroes. They don't go out like, you know, yeah. in, like in, whatever in, yeah. that was. The way that 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 he went out was just like tragic. You're like, "Oh my Damn, god, it's heavy." And that's the kind of shit that happens in the real world, yeah, you know? That's just, what happens. People end. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Life happens. is fleeting. And that's why it's so heavy. It's because it's like, oh my god, you watch it and you're like, oh, you might be thinking about a family member, you yeah. know? Dude, actually, it hurt my heart a lot. Yeah. I was like, no, yeah. wait, oh no, I did cry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just I pushed it out. <laughs> that's also the kind of storyteller I want to be. Yeah. Is I like surprise deaths. Me too. Me too. Like, as weird I, as that sounds. <clears throat> no, I mean like in in movies like of Game course. of Thrones where you're just like, this Ugh. character's not gonna die, and then boom, they die, and you're just like, damn. Oh my god. Like that kind <laughs> that's of storytelling. Blow to the heart. It mm. is, and that kind of storytelling should be incorporated in more. Agreed. Obviously, when appropriate, but yeah, because I think we're seeing it more and more, even in TV shows. You're yeah. seeing finality, which I I think because mm. they're not afraid. Not Game in the of CW. Thrones, uh, I mean, <laughs> See, everyone, yeah, everyone comes back in somewhere. Yeah. But I think we're seeing it like more and more like finality in characters, especially yeah. since Game of Thrones in the last eight years, how mm-hmm. it's sculpted TV culture mm-hmm. has been really interesting where I feel like people aren't afraid 
to do things like that. Yeah. People aren't afraid to kill people off. People aren't afraid to yeah. do anthologies. People Only aren't afraid to do these ends. things. Yeah. It's just, uh, I'm seeing it more and more in movies and TV shows, and I'm really I'm happy to see that development because mm-hmm. yeah. that's how it should be. That's something that always frustrated me about movies. I was like, why are they alive? Like, why are they alive? Why is, why is does, this? Yeah, it doesn't make sense for the story. It has to make sense for the story. Yeah, That's don't why. arbitrarily just kill off yeah. people to kill them off, because then it's less impactful. But if there's a reason. Mm-hmm. But if a story's a, a character calls for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think more permanent is what we're kind of looking for in TV yeah, shows. Yeah, not necessarily when, a, death, but more permanent. Yeah, and cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When something happens in an episode, we should see that ramification in, going forward, yeah. right? Versus not, just resetting. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody should go off and kill off all their characters. Oh, no, 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 That's I'm not what we're saying. Get death and and finality and stuff like that mm-hmm. is like sometimes a character's story goes on too long. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, the best way to end their story is to kill them off. But like, I think sometimes you don't always need to have this grandiose death. Like sometimes if a character just gets taken out and it's just like whoa that has way more impact sometimes Dude, because you're just like the sudden. departed the departed is oh a perfect example oh my god have you seen the departed i feel like i have but why am i not remembering leonardo this? caprio yes jack nicholson, jack Stor- nicholson. Yes. spoiler alert for the departed i mean it's been years guys yeah it's been well over 10 spoiler alert for the departed oh my god. okay no, there's I this moment <laughs> so let's not spoil oh yeah 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 Sorry. you haven't seen it okay but like there's a character towards the end that just bam and you're like what just like that? No, I've seen it. I'm sorry. I've seen whole... it. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. With the elevator? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I was just, I was like, did I see it? And now yeah, I, but no, like, I definitely saw it. Well, spoiler alert anyway, but like throughout the whole movie, you're following Leonardo DiCaprio's character and like all these store, like all these interweaving characters. So many. So many of them. And then at the, towards the end, bam, 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 bam. They're just dropping like flies. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> just dropping. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> so unexpected. You're like, oh my God, that's heavy. That's violent. Damn. I remember when I saw that in theaters and like, it's like, it's like, just it's fucking kill me. He's like, I am killing you. And I was like, Oh shit! No, that's, no, that's, he just won. That's the main. What are you doing? Yeah, he literally, finally, for the first time in the movie, got what he was trying to. <laughs> yeah, he accomplished dude. a goal. He finally so got hard. it, and it just what rug out right underneath. And see, this is what I'm talking about. That kind of decision making when yes. you're telling your story, knowing the right We're time. We're still talking about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It has that impact still. Knowing the right time to kill off your character and killing them off in a specific way is impactful. Whew. I it, mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can be very effective. Very yeah. effective. It's Imagine so, if Toy Story 3 ended, you know, differently. <laughs> <laughs> Ended with Andy dying. You're like, damn, man. Whoa. <laughs> you guys want to take one more small question and then close it out? Unamox, Sounds let's take one more. Good. Sure. All right. Um, I need to look through this. Uh, that was a look cool. That was a really it. cool question. Look through it. Ivan, thank also, you. Also, really to tack on along with that kind of subject is the kind of movie, the kind of movies that I want to make is that not just the kind of storytelling I want to do, but the kind of movies I want to make is something that pushes the envelope and not just filmmaking in the industry of filmmaking, but in all aspects. Like yeah. how, uh, well, the Planet of the Apes um, trilogy, the the new trilogy, <laughs> it pushed forward motion capture technology like by light years, yeah, and adapted what you know the technology from Avatar with what James Cameron did for CG and motion capture. Like people shit on Avatar now, but like it 
everything, every CG movie after that is That influenced. movie was revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Yes, in its time when it came out. That's like almost equivalent to King Kong when it came right. out. Like mm-hmm. when people are like, what the heck is it's that? It's the next step. Yeah. It is the next step. And people don't realize that because you're not, in, like you're just the general audience watching a movie on screen. You don't look at the stuff that goes on behind it. I was watching a a video with you and it was like, it was either last year when the Academy Awards was happening and it was like all of the best visual effects winners or all of the best cinematographer winners. And like when we're watching the visual effects ones, like we saw like big leaps, like with like Terminator or like Alien and then Star Wars. And like so many different movies had James Cameron's footprint on it. Oh yeah. James James. Cameron is just like, he's trying to beat his own record every time he does something. So hey. can you imagine when Avatar 2 comes out and then 3, 4, and 5? First of all, that's a shit ton of movies. <laughs> Second, imagine the leap in technology for each one of those movies because once those come out and the technology for those movies are being used in movies now. Yep. Like mm-hmm. it's been... Valerian, like... Yeah, it's all these been passed around. Them. Yep. Avatar 2. Like it pushes the boundaries. And 5? Yeah. Damn. I know, I know, but like... <sighs> The tech is what, because it's not just filmmaking either. It's pushing boundaries for the medical field, biomedical field, for engineering, for uh, For biology research, interstellar, new papers published on our understanding of what black holes can do and what they are and what they like, what they look like even, because we really don't know what black holes look like, like really know. Ever, I hopefully this year. Hole. This year, this year we're getting yes. photographs. Yes, Ooh. hopefully this year that will be crazy, Science. which Whoa. is insane. Yeah, so movies like that. I because I've always been into the tech and the science of everything mm-hmm. growing up, and you know I wasn't a uh, computer scientist, and I did a bit of engineering. My brother is an electrical engineer, which we still have a bet, by the way, who can build the first like actual functioning Iron Man suit. But um. Us. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's doing w- well, though. He's just got his master's, and he's two years younger than me. Damn. Damn. Like, what? Cool. Anyway, that's the kind of movies I want to make. All right. Um, I'm trying to find a question that we can answer relatively quickly. Um, this is a simple one that we could we could keep relatively simple. Dan Bot asks, "What is a filmmaking challenge slash goal you want to tackle next year?" I think that one's pretty obvious. Oh, he says next, but I imagine this this year within this year, what filmmaking goals do we want to tackle? Um, for me, I want to do. Uh, I I want to actually do a substantial original project this year, and we've been planning and coming up with a bunch of ideas and we're even trying to see if we can sell uh that idea to see if we can actually get a budget and and make it the way that we want to make it so that's uh that's a goal that we'll be working on in the back end and i really really want to see that happen because as much as i love making fan stuff it's like it's a lot of fun and uh it's nothing is more fulfilling than doing something that is uh creatively your own your own thing Mm -hmm. so that's uh that's that's a, a big goal I am trying to accomplish this year. Nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess it's you. I guess it's me. Uh, the challenge, uh, there's this passion project that I have uh, a Bruin that I've been wanting to do for a couple of years. So I, I, this year is the year that I want to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Cool. 
Melissa? I think we're all in the same boat. We all have our passion projects that we want to work on. So mm-hmm. doing that original idea that he's talking about, I want that to happen. Same. That needs to happen. That's like my group goal yeah, that I want. That's group yeah. goal. Yeah. Is the is the the, the one it, oh no, is the the original one is the group goal, but the personal one is that the is that, that the the passion project yeah, yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. That's the one that you've been working on with your friend? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Just making sure we're talking <laughs> the same thing. I'm kind of just rebooting my life this year, so <laughs> yeah. that's cool. my goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two things for me. One, build a motion capture rig Ooh. so we can do motion capture CG animation. Hell yeah. Um, two is uh, yeah, a passion project, and it's yep. cool. One more time. Yeah. Got it. <sighs> yeah. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> this year's gonna be good, guys. I have good feelings. Yeah, the schedule looks good. <laughs> we have series coming up, real series. Yeah, <laughs> like, and this actually leads into Matt Everard's question, mm-hmm. which we can just answer real quick before we close out. Oh, okay. What are your plans for 2018? Love you guys. We love you too, uh, Melissa. Uh, without giving anything away. Giving without giving anything away. <laughs> I know all the details. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have a new series starting, uh, coming in March. Uh, there will be an episode every year. I think, uh... Every month. Every sorry, month. Every year. Uh, <laughs> One episode a year. New episode every month, and <laughs> it is, uh, it's a, a, a cute... It's fun. Fun. Solidly fun. ...show. It'll be on our main Ismahawk channel, and that's, uh, that's one of the big projects we're working on in the beginning, so... Uh, we think you guys are going to love that. It's a sort of an alternative to what we've been doing recently, but a little bit sort of in the same sandbox. So we think you guys are going to like it. If you've, uh, if you're caught up on Patreon, if you're on Patreon, you probably kind of have an idea of what it is already. We've been dropping some hints. Um, uh, Noel is coming out with uh, mm-hmm. with the next season of the vlogs, and mm-hmm. those will be airing on the second channel uh, along with Hawk Talk 2.0. If you're in the twenty-five dollar Google Hangout tier. You already know what that project was. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, other plans? We're, we have we're, a couple of short films coming out yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Three? Hopefully three. Hopefully three. Hopefully three. Three is the goal. Yeah. And they're different than what we've made before. Yeah. So much different. Actual short films. Like minute matchups, I think, for us was us practicing our technical abilities, really getting... Figuring out action, trying a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. and then now our new, our new, I think 2018 and beyond goal is to master storytelling mm-hmm. with action and and sort of now take that action that we've the mindless action mm-hmm. that we've been doing and implement it and make it mean something in the context of a story. And that's that's kind of mm-hmm. the big goal with 2018 is just yeah. we're gonna start telling a bunch of different stories. Yeah, storytelling oh, yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, Story time. Of, uh, taking a step back on the minute matchups. Yeah. For a yeah. Bit. Mm-hmm. Taking a step back, but not You'll still get your action based content. So don't fret. <laughs> yeah. I would think I think you guys are gonna really dig the the next step we're i think we're evolving as a team we're evolving as filmmakers and this next year is going to be fingers crossed jam-packed full of awesome stuff we i think our team is more stacked in the best possible way than mm-hmm. it's ever been yay we are stoked did we have do we have anything that we wanted uh, like applications no no not, not yet. yet okay <laughs> all right well we should probably close out any final thoughts on anything ever in life, just you know, I don't think I just do great. What?
Oh. I think you describe Jeremy. That's what Jeremy does. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I do. I so do this it. is closing out episode 150 of Hawk Talk 1.0. The yes. series finale. Three finale. years in the making. Wow. Good job, guys. Dang. I've only here been for like, what, three episodes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've been here every single one. I'm sorry. And you will be in every I'm single sorry. one going forward. That's not changing. Yeah. Guys, on the real note, thank you to everyone who has been a part of this journey. Yeah. If you're still listening to Hawk Talk and watching Hawk Talk, it doesn't matter when you started and when you jumped on. Thank you guys for, thank for you all. checking this out. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for being there on Patreon. Thank you for being there while I was going through my surgery. Thank you for being a part of our family, our community, and helping to keep our channel up and running. And we are so, so excited about what's to come, and uh, we can't wait because we feel like this is, we're finally going to be able to give you guys the content we've been trying to give you for years. So, yay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Right. We love you. All right. See you, Space Cowboy. <laughs> let's, let's See look. you in uh, two weeks. Let's look up into the stars. Yes. Beautiful stars. あまりにも時は過ぎてしまった見つめてる君の愛の揺りかこでもう一度安らかに眠れたら乾いた瞳で誰か泣いてくれ絶望と罠が仕掛けられてるこのチャンス何が良くて悪いのか恋の表と裏みたいだどれだけ生きれば癒されるのだろう